we're gonna hit you with the bars real quick Hey, quarantine life, but my flow's still sick If I had a mate, I'd have a make you lemonade And I don't need to get laid, so don't be afraid Girl, I get paid, but I'm in pain Kinda like Wayne, first name Bruce Where the hell's I made with a goddamn juice? Every day's the same, deja vu Bring in the wine, yeah, bring in the zan Pump up my songs, yeah, let's do a dance You the kind of girl that made me cancel my plans You the only girl I let a pay for only fans is it work? Oh, yeah. I clicked the fucking button. I've been working with Audacity for how many years now? And I learned something new. I accidentally clicked solo on that last track that we played for you. That's only. That's. <laughs> freaking don't know the name of my own song, dude. That's Lonely Fans, not Only Fans. I was about to say Only Fans. That's Only Fans. I was about to be like, that's Lonely Fans by, and then I almost forgot what I go by. That's Lonely Fans by me. And my name is Marconi, and I guess I'll just, you know, credit it to me. It's not that important. Uh, Being a musical artist, entertainer, podcaster, whatever you want to label yourself, an influencer, entrepreneur, entrepreneur. Uh, Entrepreneur That's what I've been for a really big time of my life And uh, I'm ashamed of it I don't know if I've talked about it on this episode Or uh, on this show before But I don't um, I don't want to be famous I don't want to be rich Well I guess I want to be rich But I don't want to be I don't want to be held accountable for shit, you know what I mean? And I guess that'll just lead me into the whole astral world thing, you know? Like, see, me not being, me not having a team, me not having a producer and all this stuff, me not being live, I'm pretty sure I fucked up my words for the past minute, you know? And if I really wanted to, if I was self-conscious about myself or anything, I would, um, I would stop I delete whatever I just said, and if I have to be completely honest with you, I, it was just a jumble of words, and I kind of don't even know what the hell I was talking about, and you know, I got a little bit of anxiety, I got a little bit of like, oh shit, I pressed the recording button, we're live, not really, but you know, this is going out, and there's sometimes, I try not to, I try not to be all like, oh fuck, oh, we messed up, but there's just sometimes where I'm like, you know, either there's something going on in the background, I gotta answer an email or something, or there's just something technically wrong, like what just, you know, this is maybe like my third attempt at making the podcast, because I accidentally pressed something, and then it wasn't, it was showing that I was recording, it was showing my my voice decimals, or whatever the fuck you want to call this, but it was muted, I was like, okay, let's just start over, but then I pressed something, on that intro music called Solo, and I guess that just mutes everything I record, which is a dumb feature, but hey, I'm not a production master, so I don't know what the hell this is. There's People who are in production don't get enough credit, but anyways, I wanted to talk real quick about that fucking Astral World shit, because that's like probably the biggest thing that's happened within the last 48 hours that it seems like most people are talking about. And I try, and I guess I'm just interested in it. I wanted to share a little bit. I've been to a festival festival before, and it 
and I had, like, you know, that sucks, dude, that's all I gotta say, it's just, like, I know that feeling of feeling, like, stampeded, or I can't breathe, or whatever, and luckily, you know, things were fine, um, communication, um, so I've had a couple of days to really just, what is it, two days, I've had two days to really just kind of, maybe like two and a half days to give my thoughts on it, and I'm, I'm sure everyone thinks the same, but I think it's, it's two things, mainly two things, one, it's, um, the safety Whatever was going, like maybe they didn't have enough security, security, police, whatever. That's what I'm hearing. And the production, like I was mentioning before, is just irresponsible. OSHA rules have been broken, shit like that. Um, I heard stuff, but it's not confirmed yet about people getting in, in um, getting stabbed with drugs or whatever. That people were getting drugged. Um, and this thing was in Texas, I believe, and I was watching some some videos that people took from the mosh pit because there's so many things to take away because there were so many people. But it's like one, I was like, okay, maybe it was just like a, a certain group that got too rowdy because it looked like, man, look at all these people that got their phones out that look okay, you know? Um, and... And so I was watching some of the videos and I saw a dude. I don't I don't even know what I want to say. It just like, you know, people were breaking the barricades and shit before people uh, died at the at nighttime. So there's like one video during the day where people are just storming the place like zombies. And then there's videos from when the sun set and people are getting trampled and things like that. So I think it's a combination of lack of security and just in general, the fan base of the uh, the Travis Scott, those kids are out of control. And I think some people would like to kind of like point to previous festivals and things like that. Um, this is just a this is just a new one, and this one seems a, a little bit more preventable. Something happened. My cat's in trouble. What do you do? Oh, was it ignited? No. Okay. Good. Oh, cat's in trouble. Um. And yeah, I don't want to give too much because I'm not an expert, but that's just what it seems like. It just seems like people were unruly, and then there's a lot of debate about, you know, rock concerts and things that usually have mosh pits and you know there's rules there's rules no karate shit no kicks no i don't know it was just lack of a uh, lack of being a good human i guess um but i wasn't there i've just been seeing videos and stuff but yeah man i was fucking i was front front row at the barricade for Slipknot. And there was 60,000 people at this concert. And I don't remember exactly how it was. But I think the way it went was... Um, you know, there's like multiple stages. And they want to have multiple bands playing at a time. And you just kind of have to pick what you want. I think, I think. I'm not 100% sure. But I think that's how it went. 
for Slipknot. So while Slipknot was playing, there was like other shit. I'm talking Slipknot, dude. People are fucking crazy. And I'm up front. And um, just real quick, I want to go over this because I want to talk about No Nut November. Um, man, I I remember at the end of it, walking away from the stage, walking back to my hotel. I was seeing shoes on the floor. Shit was missed. Shit was wild. Um, and all I have to say is, um, I still felt like security did a good job and people did a good job. You know, motherfuckers wanted to get out and I was like, let's get them out. Let's like, there's fat people going in the mosh pit. And I remember security yelling at the fat people like, if you can't handle the pit, get the fuck out. Cause it's like the moment you make the commitment of going in this, this, the crowd of people, you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, so I think it's a combination of that, but also people just being too violent and just not having, you know, the moment you see somebody get down, you bring them back up. You know, I was in a mosh pit. I got fucking flash KO'd because I caught an elbow and like the mo, I felt my body just like my soul leave my body. My body went limp. But as I was hitting the ground, I didn't hit the ground because somebody caught me and picked me up and they were like, whoa, 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 chill out. And they, they pushed me to the side, you know, because I got fucking rocked. And, um, yeah, dude, it's a lot of fun, but it's also very dangerous. I just remember looking at the mosh pit and just thinking, how many people are going to fucking twist their ankles and fuck something? You know, you don't want to twist your ankle in a fucking mosh pit. Um, and that's all I got to say. Um, oh, I do remember this and, uh, it has to do with, with my girl. She's right here. If she wants to hear this, I don't know if I ever told her. All right. So. When we were specifically at Slipknot, it was hard. I was basically like bench pressing the fucking barricade. Like I had I had two hands on and then in between me was my girl. Yeah, because you have like 30,000 people. Yeah, thir- like fucking 60,000 people behind me. 30,000, whatever the fuck. It was thousands of people. Yeah, and so, but I'm holding on to the rail with my girl in between me, and I'm basically bench pressing the rail to try and, you know, ease the pressure off my girl, but there'd be some times where shit gets pushed, and we just have to, I'm, I'm, I'm resisting as much as I can, but, you know, you're gonna feel squished, and then there's people crowd surfing, and so I have to, like, take my hands off the barricade and throw people over the barricade, and... I remember there was a couple times people were like, dude, that's like at one point you're just lifting the whole person oh, yeah, by herself. But when things got really hectic, and I uh, my girl's a witness to this, there was like some girl who was just like really asserting herself to the front. Even though we were like, we've been fucking here for six hours. We're not gonna let you just fucking claim your place by crowd surfing and trying to pretend you've been here the whole time. But what but like you could be up on the barricade, just don't take my spot from being up front and then there was just dudes that i would see and then i was seeing some shit on reddit about like sexual assault i remember there was dudes like ian trying to like get in between me and my girl and like get us lost in the sea of people but i didn't fucking let it happen i saw it i saw it and i just fucking shouldered the fuck to the side and then oh there was this one thing though that i could i didn't have control of because I had control of the people from the sides and trying to intervene between you and me and myself. But I didn't really have control from the people behind me because that's where the pressure came from. And I just remember for a big portion of Slipknot, somebody just fucking grabbed my waist, dude. And they were like holding on 
and I'm just like, all right then, I guess this is what's going on. And I'm, and I remember just like really trying to push back, like letting them know, like I fuck get the fuck off me. But there's so many people, and I turn around and it's just some chick, and like they're just grip. She's holding on to me, but like it felt like I was getting taken advantage that I was stuck because they were holding my waist and it just felt like they were fucking dry humping me from behind. And I turned around and a part of me was like, well, as long it ain't a dude, so I ain't too mad. But I was still like, get the fuck off me. And then she was the same girl, like I guess people were trying to touch up on her. And she got hella mad and she just turned around, was like, back the fuck up, this and that. And then we had, we had like some little girl next to us too. I think she was like, she was like 13 or something, and she was waiting for a very long time too with her mother. And I remember as shit was starting, there was just some dude who just like sardine packed into her. And her mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? She like got in between, and, she, and we were all like, move, get the fuck out of here, giving off pedophile vibes. But then within like two, three songs, I felt bad for this little girl. She was waiting all day for Slipknot. Within like two songs... She was like, I want out. Let's get out. They're ruining it for me. Yeah, and then they got out. But then a part of me is like, what the fuck do you expect? It's a Slipknot concert. But hey, they tried. And then, you know, I just feel bad about the whole Travis Scott thing. It's it's not really, you know, doesn't matter the genre of music and things like that. That just really sucks that um, people don't know how to fucking act, man. That's all I got to say. Uh... There's probably more to it, but I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to fucking go off about it too much. It's just my two cents. Um, and yeah, well, I did three days of that. And I caught bronchitis after. I just, I, and I remember being at Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson was like the worst, dude. Because I don't know if it's because we weren't at the front. We were like in the center. And I don't know what it is with Marilyn Manson fans, but they fucking love cigarettes. And everybody was smoking cigarettes around me, and I just, I couldn't breathe. I'm short, and I just felt like I was drowning in people. And, like, I couldn't, I couldn't catch my, my footing. I was just, like, I was just going with the wave. But I was holding on. It was magical when we left, because I remember we, me, me and my girl had this agreement of just, like, okay, whenever you want to get out, just let us know. And I remember, like, we kind of simultaneously were, like, let's get the fuck out. And so I was, like, hey. Help me get my girl up, and then I'm going to get up. So she gets up, and immediately after, I'm like, me next, me next. So we're both crowd surfing. It was cool, and I met up with her. We held hands, and we just crowd surf out together. It was great. It was great. And then right after that, we jumped from Marilyn Manson to fucking Bring Me the Horizon. And that one was cool, too. That was a cool mosh pit. Um, I was a little fucking worn out, though, but, you know, didn't really take much uh damage the most damage i took was at gojira that was the only time i lost my girl i that's when i took the elbow to the face and got flash ko'd my friend front toward enemy hit the whole fucking band got knocked out for some band called (laughs) knocked loose the whole fucking band they went into the fucking uh mosh pit and then he just says all i remember is waking up at medic um and he still doesn't know really what happened so so anyways, there's that. It's just a little bit of you know what you're getting into and be a good person. And, you know, hopefully everyone around you is good people. So anyways, dude, we're on No Nut November Day 7. And I have um, gathered intel from um, from uh, from people that 
the last time I made this challenge or I attempted this challenge, I lasted eight days. Um, so yeah, it, it was official. I lasted eight days. So tomorrow we're breaking the record if I last throughout tomorrow. And if I have to say anything, it's getting easier. The past two days was hard, literally and figuratively. And, um, but yesterday, okay, so here are my rules to No Nut November because everyone's different. I've been look, I've been looking into the rules. Some people are just like, you can't touch your dick. You can't watch porn. You can't, you know, you can't you do. But look, look, my, my rules are. Edging. Yeah, edging. So just, I can't have the big, the big O. I can't, oh, you know, I can't let it out. You know, maybe there's a little pre-cum that comes out or something. That's a different story. But we're not achieving greatness for this month. That's what we're doing. So yesterday I had sex. And, um, you know, with the whole No Nut November thing, I've learned, you know, it, it, I, I don't have to make it all about me to achieve the big O. I could still have fun. Like, you know, if you have sex for like an hour... It's like, you know, it's like the, it's like an orgasm or it's like a nutting, but it's like spread out throughout an hour. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's just, it's like a sentence without a period. It's incomplete, but it's, it gets it out of me, dude. And, um, you know, there'd be times where I'd, uh, go in the bathroom, lock the door as if I'm taking a shit, but really I'm just watching porn. And the last time I did that, I just kind of had this moment of like, what am I doing? Like, what am I? I'm just watching, you know, sex and I'm not doing it and I can't pleasure myself to it. And it's just like I just had this feeling of, of like, what the fuck am I? I could be doing other things. And it's hard at first, but as time goes on, it turns into like, especially when you are having sex, it just makes you feel more productive i don't know so i don't know just having sex kind of takes the edge off of like not wanting to nut you know um and then i i don't know if i've ever said this on the podcast before but i've never had a wet dream and i think the reason why i've never had a wet dream is because i'm just always having sex or masturbating uh that i don't build up the um the drive to get a fucking wet dream or something so i'm worried that on like day 28 or something i'm just gonna be so pent up and have a fucking wet dream and wet the bed i've never done that before i've I've never do people have wet dreams at 27 or is that like a teenager puberty thing i don't know um and so yeah what else do i want to share Wet dreams. Oh, I'm also just worried about not have, like, it just, you know, I'm just having sex and it's just uncontrolled, you know? It's just, I'm just sitting there and then, oh, you know, I come and then I lose, but I lose because I'm playing with fire. Because at first I was like, ah, if we have sex, I might not be able to control myself. I'm just going to fucking lose a challenge right there. I can't have sex without nutting. But so far, so good. I've been, um, it's about setting goals 
It's about like, you know, okay, let's do this position. Give me a number. Let's achieve that number. And hopefully by the time you get 50 strokes in, you're good. You know, you don't need to have sex anymore. And then it's all about control. I'm getting hard just thinking about it. Um, and then, oh yeah, we were driving the other day and I saw a really nice Beamer M3 series or something like that. And I was like, yeah, I've been thinking about Beamers lately. I really want one, even though they have tons of problems and have maintenance issues and shit. It's like, I know what I'm signing up for. I want a fucking Beamer. I just want to fucking look good. And my girl is just like, and we, we saw this car and I was like, look at how fucking sexy that shit looks. And she's like, God damn, day six in a no nut November. And you're over here fucking getting hard over inanimate objects. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, so yeah, it's been a week, huh? It's been a week. Last week was uh, Halloween. That shit feels long. Feels like it's been a long week. I forgot to set the clocks back this year. Nobody told me that on Twitter. Um, or today because it's daylight savings. Daylight savings is over. So now it's going to get dark sooner. And, um, yeah, man, I, I've learned that at least about, uh, with myself to, to a little degree, you know, it's not, maybe it's not that healthy to always have sex on your mind. There's a time and place for it, I guess. Um, and, but I think I've got a lot of things in my life that can distract me from that. And, um, you know, just social awkwardness or whatever, you know, making sex revolve around things, you know. Um, but you know what? The sad truth is a lot of a lot of men are like this. It's, there's not really much men who don't be coming. And um, it's, uh, it's a different world, man. It's a different world to be somebody. Because look. Once this is over, dude, I'm still sucking and fucking, you know, I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think by the end of this month, I'm gonna be all, I gotta slow down, because I think I have a healthy, healthy, um, routine, (laughs) I wouldn't say routine, but just like a healthy thing going on when it comes to, uh, the nutting, and, um, maybe I can slow down a little bit, but I don't, I don't know, I, like I have this thing in my head like oh I'm just going to work. I do feel I do feel physically stronger. I'll say that. Like I did 50 pull-ups I believe and it wasn't as hard as it normally is if I were to come before I do the 50 pull-ups. Um I just feel more like I've got energy to spend. And um So there's that. I just feel like yeah, I just want to put my time and energy into more things rather than like coming. It's it's the hard it's always the hardest at night and when I wake up. I have this battle with like ah oh, just fucking, you know, but as the days go on it's getting easier to suppress the urges. Um I don't know if it can get any worse than where it's at. Who knows, man? Who knows? Maybe I'll just be like it's fucking day 20. This shit is fucking hard. It's definitely harder to stay away from the sex um, than it is alcohol. I haven't I haven't thought about alcohol at all. Alcohol isn't fun. I don't feel rewarding. I don't feel rewarded when I drink beer or get drunk. Like when I get drunk, I want 
That's an, that's another thing too. It's like when I get drunk, I want to have sex. When I get under the influence of anything, I get horny. And it, and and not nutting has took away the fun and all of the other things that come with it, you know? So it just it's like I'm focusing more on my body and just being healthy in general. I need to do a little bit more research. Like I feel like I don't know. They go back and forth with saying masturbating or, or sex is good for your prostate. And a lot of people say it's not good for your prostate. Um, I remember in the 10th grade, they said master, my biology teacher said te- um, masturbating is not good for the prostate. That's what they stood on. And I remember being in class. And when she said that, I was like, oh, man. And everybody laughed as a joke, you know, like, oh, I masturbate a lot. But honestly, it was the truth. I was just being honest and. You know, it felt good that everybody was laughing at my honesty. Um, and I like to believe that masturbating is good for the prostate. Hence the term cleaning the pipes. So, there's that. I, um, um, what else, man? I guess this just really made me appreciate my reproductive organs a little bit more uh it's a really it's really important to me um it's something that prevents me from thinking about killing myself oh here's another thing because i mentioned watching porn dude and one of the porns that i was watching in the bathroom like i'll say this i'm not the kind of guy to comment on porn you know like who the fuck who's making an account on fucking spank bang or whatever the fuck and and they're just leaving comments like excellent excellent video she took it she took the dick great you know (laughs) you know like just watch it and do your fucking business and and stop sharing and commenting but sometimes i'll look through the comment because i find it fascinating if anyone points anything out they'll be like oh if you go here at two minutes and 28 seconds you really see the look on her eyes that she made a mistake and i'll be like oh let's see um And so I was watching a porn and sometimes motherfuckers just are making porn and I just feel like they shouldn't be making porn Um, because their dicks are too small and they'll try to make it look good with the angles and stuff. But the moment you like I'm watching this and then he finally pulls his dick out to, you know, out of the angle and I'm like, this motherfucker's got a tiny dick. And, like, this has happened to me my whole life. Like, I'll watch shit and I'll just kind of be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, and then I and then I go into the comments and then people are just like, absolutely tiny dick or something like that. And, I, and, and that's, you know, they're saying what I'm thinking, but I would still never create an account to comment on it. Like, what a fucking small, it's just still in my head a little bit, though. I just, I just make the comments in my head, I guess. But I guess it feels a little good to be in the comments and seeing that other people are agreeing with me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with it? And, and then that's another thing, too. Like, when I watch porn and I see a guy with a smaller dick than me, I pro- this probably isn't healthy, but I feel a lot better about myself. I always just feel like, like, man, life would suck if you weren't able to, like, lay the pipe down the way you want to, you know? And I'm not even trying to hype myself up like I lay the pipe down great or anything. I just think I just think I could do better than those guys. That's it. <laughs> but um 
I've had that. I've had those thoughts a lot since I probably since I was in like middle school. Isn't that crazy? A middle schooler looking at a grown ass man's dick and thinking that's it. You know. Even the girls too. Sometimes you look at a girl and just be like, really? Like, you think you can do porn? <laughs> like, it's not even about. For me, it's not really about what they do. It's how they look. And then um, sometimes you'll see a girl doing the shit that you want to see in porn, but they're just absolutely ugly. And it's just kind of like, eh. Like, if you're ugly, you, 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 you better be doing the fucking the hard stunts, you know? Um, But it also pisses me off when you see a really pretty girl in porn and she doesn't do anything. Like, she's just, like, it's kind of like modeling. My girl's been watching a lot of America's Next Top Model. And she's like, it's not, like, being a model, it's not about being good looking. It's about knowing your angles, taking pictures, and shit like that. And it's like that with porn, too, dude. Just because you're fucking pretty, you can't just fucking sit there like a fucking starfish. That's what they call it, I think. Starfishing. So when a girl just doesn't, barely does anything. You need... And then there's some girls that do too much. Like, I haven't seen a video like this, but I'm just thinking about, like, imagine if there's, like, a really, uh, like, over-enthusiastic girl. Like, yeah, you want it? You want it? Uh, yeah, fuck me. But the dude's got, like, a two-inch dick. And then it's just, then the whole thing just turns, like, ridiculous. And it's just, like, I'd rather use my imagination at this point. Um, I, oh, and that's another thing, too. That's, like, I'm not even trying to say I watch a lot of porn. A big part of me not watching porn is like, I'd rather just fucking use my imagination. And like, cause in my imagination, I can just, you know, it's free for all. You don't have to fucking spend hours scrolling through pages to look for that perfect video. And uh, there was this comedian that had this really great analogy of like, imagine if you went into a hotel room and you opened every single door and in each door was different people doing different kinds of sex You'd leave that day and be like, this is a crazy, I'll remember this day forever. This shit's crazy. But on the internet, it's just casual if you're looking at porn. You just page after page. Ah, Latina sucking dick. Ah, BBW or whatever the fuck you call it, you know? Gangbang, this and that. It's just too much stimulation and it could numb it and it's not, oh my god. I don't know if it's the No Nut November thing, but my girl just looks so fucking good, dude. It's just her fucking ass. Oh, fuck. I just, you know, um, I, yeah, but I'll be all right. <laughs> Day seven. Uh, just wanted to give you guys an update on that. Say my little shit about the astral world. I don't think there's anything else that I really wanted to share besides, oh, I forgot the time. It's 1230. It really would have been 130 if I thought the day would have went how it went. Uh, so, I think I'm out of here. I'll see you guys later. I'll keep you guys updated for day eight when I break the record. I know I'm going to break the fucking record, dude. Let's not play games here. Let's not play games here. I'm determined. We set goals and we fucking accomplish them. That's what we do. And if we don't accomplish the goals, we set new goals and we accomplish those. We just kept doing this. This podcast is brought to you by smoothmyballs.com. Even if you're not having sex, if you're not nutting, you got to keep the balls. Well, I guess you don't have to, but you got to keep the balls fucking, you know, it, smooth. smooth. 
maybe maybe you're single. Maybe, you know, I remember being single and just if I were to ever go out, I'd shave my fucking balls and be like, you never know. You never know if somebody's going to want to unzip your fucking pants. So go ahead and get the um, the fucking the pube muncher. Clean the pubes off the ground after you fucking shave them off. The hedge, the turf chopper 3.0. Dude, I was watching the, oh, the fights. I was right with Justin Gaethje. I was right with Rose Pajama Numez, but I was wrong with Colby Covington. And honestly, I'm not that surprised. And um, I didn't really watch much of the fight because I was edging. Um, And so, what else? The prelims were good. The prelims were fucking good. The whole card was good. It it all delivered. Cheeto Vera with a front kick KO to Frankie Edgar. It sucks seeing Frankie Edgar go through that. Um, but he doesn't want to retire. So, um, see how this goes with that guy. Uh, what else do I have to share? The fights, um, smooth my go- uh, smooth my balls. Use my code Woosaw, W O O S A H for twenty percent off. Um, suicide logs. You can find it on Instagram, Twitter, S U I C I D L O G S. Let me know what you think about the Astro World thing. Let me know what you think about No Nut November. Um, <coughs> see you later.
Yeah.